I'm Jenny Taylor, Associate Director of Collegiate Ministries. You are listening to a Mississippi Baptist Convention Board production. All right, all right. Thanks for listening today to Mississippi Baptist Around the Table podcast. We are live from West Heights Baptist Church. I am Tanner Kay, Communications Director, and next to John Martin, Men's Ministries Director. That's right. Today we uh, continue our impact training, and we're in northeast Mississippi in Pontotoc. Uh, While there are many great churches in this area, tonight we're going to be at West Mm. Heights Baptist Church. That's the location for our training. And our guest today is the senior pastor of West Heights in Pontotoc, David Hamilton. He's going to help us hear what the ministry context is in this part of the state and talk about some exciting things that they have had going on lately. Yeah, Northeast Mississippi. Glad to be here. Thanks, David. Glad to have you at the table today. Uh, Let's first, while we have you, there's only... so. we're recording this on August 8th, uh, but as we play this back, you're only going to have two more chances to catch Impact Training. That's yeah. August 17th at Poplar Springs Baptist Church, uh, Poplar Springs Drive Baptist Church in Meridian, and August 24th at Roseland Park uh, Baptist Church in Picayune. So we're excited to extend the invitation to those all around the state with the rest of the Impact Trainings. Yeah, and so this weekend, this next weekend, as you're yes. listening to this, is Equipping Leaders. This is a uh, leadership training for men's ministry, men's discipleship, um, all things men's missions, including uh, RAs and that sort of thing, as well as women's ministry and WMU. You can register for that by going to the website, uh, but you need to do it today, the so, day you're listening to it. <laughs> that's right. That's going to be a big event for sure. And, yeah. the, and also another big event. We've talked about this in years past, and you may have attended in years past, but uh, there's probably some new stuff you could hear again at the Church Safety for Minors Workshop. There's two of those, September 11th at North Crest Baptist Church in Meridian and September 12th at West Ellisville Baptist Church. Yeah, September 15 and 16 is the Fall Chaplain's Training at Camp Garraway and Conference Center. That's right. And then here we go again. We're getting into October events, but September 29th through October 1st is the Conference of the Deaf at Camp Garraway. Uh, that's really important for our multicultural ministries. So we've seen a lot of growth there in that ministry in our state for the deaf community. See all these events and more at nbcb.org slash events. Good deal. All right, David, tell us a little bit about you, your family, uh, where you've served, and uh, when you are, when you came to West oh. Heights. You're going to have to dig way back <laughs> when you came Summarize to West Heights. Well, my wife says I'm a dinosaur, so I've been around a while. (laughs) Actually, uh, my wife Susan and I have been married 46 years. Wow. We have Mm -hmm. two grown sons, Mm -hmm. uh, Nathan, my oldest son's a a director of pastoral care at Baptist Hospital in New Albany, and uh, Boonville, he's in New Albany three days, Boonville two days, and uh, Mm -hmm. and his wife Jessica have... Four boys. Awesome. Uh, so they've got our four grandsons. My mm-hmm. youngest son, Benjamin, is a police officer in Oxford. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mm-hmm. and his wife, Cassie, have three girls. Watch out. I was so, wondering if there was going to be a girl yeah, in there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. And Nathan and Benjamin are actually married to sisters. Oh, no. really? So, yeah. <laughs> makes life interesting. Yeah, that's right. That's fun. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and they all attend here. Benjamin, the youngest son, is actually serving. He's a deacon here now. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he and Cassie, well, all, all of them are real active. Nathan just finished an interim. He was interim pastor uh, up until Sunday, went through Sunday yeah. at uh, By Faith Baptist Church here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. 
Mike so, Smithy was one of the first is, pastors I served under. Is and, that right? Uh, he was there for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Went to his funeral, actually, uh, not too long ago by faith. I was so, there, yeah. Mike yeah. Mike was a great guy. Yeah, no he doubt. Was, he and I were to get in his class together at Blue Mountain. Oh, in school really? Together. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I told you all things pass through Neshoba County. <laughs> you think I'm kidding about that? <laughs> I am always learning Mike that, Smithy <laughs> was a pastor in Neshoba that's County right. once upon a time. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, that's good. <laughs> but uh, this, uh, let's say I started out at. Uh, Double Springs Baptist Church in Webster County. I was mm-hmm. there four years. Uh, then I served, and while I was in seminary in Fort Worth, uh, Southwestern, mm-hmm. I served out there at church for a couple of years. Came to Calhoun County, was there four years. And then uh, First Baptist Church, Verona, served there yeah. 15 years. Wow. And mm-hmm. uh, been here 25. Wow, that's and, awesome. And uh, it's been a... Uh, it was interesting, one of the guys uh, on the search committee when I came here uh, called me one day a reference for a friend, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, well, I may call you back. And I call, he called me back the next day, and he said, I need to talk. I said, well, what do you need to know? He said, no, we want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, well, I'm not really interested in moving, but I will talk. Yeah. So you know, here we are. That's fine. Yeah, that's amazing. And there, yeah. there is something to be said about longevity and ministry, yeah. and I yeah. know you've really started to experience that. Well, you've experienced that for a little. Mm-hmm. I think I'm almost – I don't know what year it really is, but maybe it's a 10-year mark. Maybe it's a 20-year mark where you really start to feel that. But 25 years of ministry here in the Pontoc community, we, we like to hear this. And I don't know if you can summarize this. Ministry is ministry, right? But yeah. in Pontotoc, you know, what, what, what is ministry like here in Pontotoc? Maybe um, I'll keep talking and give you a minute to think. Okay. But <laughs> when it comes to, you know, the family dynamics here in this area, uh, with the school systems, um, what what may be different here as opposed to the Delta, Jackson area, me- more metro areas? Uh, enlighten us. Uh, kind of, mm-hmm. Can you expand yeah. on that a little bit? Yeah, I think, uh, of course, Pontotoc is a, a rural southern uh, Mississippi town. Mm-hmm. And I remember years ago going to a conference, a senior adult conference, and a guy named Bob Cook was the speaker and he said, in a small southern town, he said, you're a visitor for a short time, yeah. but you're a newcomer for 50 years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. and I think he's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, um, and I think with Toyota being around now, mm-hmm. okay. the furniture industry here so big, I hear people kind of say, well, I don't know everybody anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, it's a lot like the town I grew up in. Everybody knew everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I think the dynamic, the family dynamic, um, you know, families are close. Uh, you know, you hear a lot of the graduates getting ready to graduate from high school. So well, I can't wait to move away. Mm-hmm. And then not long, they say, well, I can't wait to get back. <laughs> yeah. 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 We've got one of our men will often say, Everybody can't be born in Pontotoc, but they get here as quick as they can. <laughs> and so, but uh, you know, we've got a, a uh, with the furniture industry here is is big. Mm. Uh, with that comes uh, and Rocky Zibs, our Hispanic yeah, pastor. Yeah. We mm. uh, uh, he's on staff here, but his church building is on our property, and mm. um, it, you know, it's uh, just trying to think of how to put all this together. But um, you know, we're our. Uh, have a lot of the teachers. Uh, mm-hmm. Pontotoc has uh, yeah. two county schools and the city school here. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, uh, Monday, the teachers had their in service and they had invited all the pastors to come and be a part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Joseph, uh, our associate pastor, myself, was able to go to the high school here and mm-hmm. uh, mingle with the teachers. The principal, uh, the principal, the assistant principal, was actually a member here. 
the, our assistant superintendent, the superintendent, I think uh, he's a member at First Baptist, so mm-hmm. there's a closeness there. We'll let that do. We'll let it do, yeah. 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 That'd be <laughs> Ken Hester will love yeah, that whenever right. he listens. Yeah, we give a Ken a <laughs> hard time. But, I, you know, I think it's just a, a tight-knit community. People love – I think one of the things that I, I learned when I moved here is people want to see the pastor out in the community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at That's events. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a member of Civitan. uh work with the sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. You know, people just want to see you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I – uh, I don't think a person that wants to spend all the time in the study would do well yeah, in this city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's pretty common in the South anyway. Yeah, I think you're right. Mississippi. You're right. Right, right. And I'm also, okay, so my drive-in today, I came up Highway 9, okay. and you hit Pontotoc County, and the road gets so much better. But <laughs> as you're talking about, the, <laughs> did you know this? I did not know this. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, you were on hey, obviously I'm different in County. <laughs> but uh, yeah. as you speak about the community, there's something special here, it seems like. And mm-hmm. so, um, one thing that's going through my mind with your longevity, that means a whole lot, right? To how you can minister and care for your people yeah. in this town. That, that's amazing to hear. You know, I followed Dan Robertson. Dan was Not pastor really. here for nine years mm-hmm. and people still love him. And, yeah. and I followed a good, I mean, nine years is a good, that's a pretty good tenure yeah. in a Baptist yeah. church. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he was an easy pastor to follow. I mean, the people loved him. I loved him. We've been friends a long time. I've had him back here several times. And, and Dan was one of those guys, so personal. It was out in the community and mm-hmm. um, and, and doing things. And mm-hmm. That's uh, good. People just like seeing that. Yeah. yeah that's so great. I'm not going to let this slide, though Tanner might want me to. But I want you to talk about your work with the Sheriff's Department. You mentioned it okay. earlier because uh, <laughs> because chaplaincy yeah. is a part of your ministry here right. in Pontotoc. And so I think it's good to hear even how that gives you an opportunity yeah, to minister to guys. It does. In, in 80, not 81, 91, mm-hmm. I started serving as chaplain for Tupelo's police department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had done a couple of funerals, and uh, two of the police officers in Tupelo approached me and said, would you be interested in being our chaplain? Yeah. And I said, well, are you talking about jail ministry? And they mm-hmm. said, oh, no, we've got plenty of people that do jail ministry. We need someone to work with the law enforcement officers themselves. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that kind of began a, a process. and. Uh, so I started doing that and went through the train, some training with mm-hmm. Tupelo. And uh, then when I moved over here, the sheriff asked me to be involved. And yeah. actually, uh, six days a month, I get to work with the sheriff's department as a mm. bailiff with Justice yeah. Court. <laughs> yeah. But I'm able to minister to some people through that that I wouldn't. I yeah. mean, they're not going to be here Sunday. Right, right. Uh, one of the uh, judges uh, well, there's two pastors that are three actually two pastors and youth ministers that work with the court. And mm-hmm. one of the judges will introduce us at the beginning and say, listen, uh, everybody has a hard time. If you need somebody to pray with you, yeah. one of these guys will be glad to. And I can't tell you the number of times that people have come out and said, would you pray with me? Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, there was a, a, a Hispanic guy that's daughter had been to Laboner, uh, was in Laboner, and he had had a speeding ticket or something. He was pretty broken coming out and uh, he said, would you pray for my daughter? Mm-hmm. I said, sure, I will. And mm-hmm. he, this has been several weeks ago. And he actually called me this morning really? and said, uh, we're having some difficulty. Could you pray for us? Wow, that's awesome. And, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. you know, it's, he's actually uh, knows Rocky, so he'll probably yeah. connect yeah. with them. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Um, you know, it's just some opportunities, but it's also mm-hmm. with the law enforcement officers themselves. Yeah. And, um, you know, they'll call them, pray. We got several of them in our church. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's the great ministry. Oh, it is. And it I'm, is. I'm grateful and, that and, you uh, do that. It's, yeah. it's been a, a good thing. When I was actually living in Verona, I was able to probably 
I was more active as far as riding mm-hmm. with them. But yeah. now they call me and say, "Would you come over and pray for yeah. our hmm. graduation?" Yeah. Or, or and, and you know, I don't, I don't think folks, pastors that are listening to this, really probably know that that opportunity is available. Oh. We have a lot of pastors who are the police department or sheriff's department chaplain in their area. Right. It's a great ministry it is. opportunity. It is. So. Sorry, Tanner. No, that's no, no, that. no that, that is great. To <laughs> it, hear. Is, it has been a it's been a good opportunity. I've done yeah. several funerals, and mm. uh, unfortunately for police officers yeah. and yeah. Uh, family members, and you know they'll call on you. Yeah, there's yeah. and there's another staff member that won't let this question go by. We have to ask this question. So before, well, a little bit of context. Let me okay. just back okay. up a little bit more. So as you're listening to this on the podcast, you may not know, but David Hamilton has just been on a sabbatical, and he is That's two right. days back. Yeah. We are catching him on a Tuesday. He came. In the office Monday after six weeks of sabbatical, but bef- maybe we can talk about that in just a second. But sure. before sabbatical, you had a big baptism event here at we West did. Heights. So h- help us help us understand okay. what that was and maybe what led up to that, and then sure. what came of that. Okay, we uh, through the Southern Baptist Convention every year they have a they announce a baptism Sunday, and we've never had one as far mm-hmm. as just a Sunday where we said you know this is going to be a baptism Sunday. Mm-hmm. Probably should have. But back several months ago, had a guy approach me, he and his wife, and he said, I grew up Episcopalian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he said, I've been saved. And he shared his testimony. He said, I know the Lord. And he said, but I want to be a member of the church. And he said, I'm a little hesitant uh, about walking down. He said, I'm not embarrassed. But he yeah. said, uh, "He said, is there any way that you could, uh, we could do a baptism with mm-hmm. uh, whoever? Mm-hmm. And so it, I think it was on a Monday, he and his wife, all of our staff came in and uh, I baptized them, and we videoed it, mm-hmm. and uh, we showed it the next Sunday in mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. And so it got me to thinking there are probably a lot of people that, for whatever reason, are a little hesitant about coming forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I went yeah. to our deacon. Well, actually, I shared it with our staff. I said, why don't we have a baptism week mm-hmm. and just say the baptistry is going to be full, the heater is going to be on. Mm-hmm. If God's leading you, whatever day, come, call us. We'll set it up. If you don't want to call, just show up. We'll be here. <laughs> yeah. And I said, oh, any of our staff can baptize you. And so we went through several weeks. I shared it with our deacons, and they said, yeah, go for it. So for several weeks, we announced we're going to have baptism week this week, June 18 through 25, started on Sunday. And uh, so we, and then on the, the Sunday, that, that Sunday the 18th, I preached on baptism and mm-hmm. the significance of it and what it means and why we as Southern Baptists, why we as Baptists, why we immerse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that day we baptized, already had Three, a teenage girl, and, and a couple others to be baptized. So we baptized them that day. And it was interesting because I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't mm-hmm. know if anybody would. Right. And uh, so Monday morning, there were two sister-in-laws called said, can we be baptized? One of them came out of a Methodist church. She mm-hmm. was sprinkled. The other came out of the Church of Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, both of them had been attending here for uh, probably five, six years. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, so they came. Their families came with them. And all of our staff, we went out into the sanctuary, and we videoed uh, them being baptized. Hmm. And then later that day, there was one of the men showed up. Um, So throughout the week, we ended up baptizing 15, 11 adults, Hmm. uh, one teenager, that was on a Sunday, Mm -hmm. and then three children on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And there was one man that's in his 70s. Wow. Uh, came and mm-hmm. said, I need to be baptized. He said, I can tell you when I was saved. Mm-hmm. And he said, I know I was baptized. He said, but I honestly don't remember it. 
Wow. And he said, I, he said, I know, he said, I could take you to the pew where I was saved (laughs) when I was a kid. He said, but he said, and I know I had to have been baptized, but I don't remember. And he said, I feel like I need to do that. Yeah. And so I baptized him, um, had another guy that's been visiting our church, several just same situations. You know, some had, had made decisions but never been baptized. Yeah. Others, mm-hmm. you know, just said, I just need to make a reaffirmation. Sure. Um, one of our guys that's in our church, he's been active. Uh, I baptized him several years ago, but he came and he said, can I be rebaptized?" I said, sure, why? Do you feel like you need to? He said, I wasn't sincere mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. He said, but I've been saved since. Yeah, and he said, I awesome. need to get my baptism on the right yeah. side of my salvation. Yeah. So our minister of music uh, and media videoed every one of those. Mm-hmm. And then on the following Sunday, we showed all of them. Yeah, and yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it was kind of a neat thing. Yeah, let's and so we had a celebrate. baptism week, and several people said we need to make that an annual thing. And you know, <laughs> yeah. we baptized all along. Yeah, but yeah. but to have a week and and it gave some people an opportunity to say, you know, I need to do that. But mm-hmm. I, uh, there was one couple that's just moved here uh, from I think they came here from Kentucky, uh, but he I don't know what his the wife was out of a Catholic background. Mm. Um, he was out, I think he said his brother was a Christian scientist, but mm-hmm. they've gone to several different churches, and they've just ended up here in Pontotoc. They looked for a place that they felt like would be a good place to raise their little girl. And yeah. yeah. Said of all the places they found was Pontotoc, Mississippi, yeah. and uh, I baptized the, the all three, the husband, the wife, and yeah. the, the little girl, and th- theirs was mm-hmm. on that the last Sunday yeah, the, yeah, on yeah. the 25th. Yeah, that's good. And, uh, that's great. And, man, what a way— to begin a sabbatical. Yeah, right. It was. <laughs> you go out on a top like you that, man. High note. Excited. Yeah. So uh, I just heard a little bit of you and Tanner talking uh, before we got started, but uh, you guys have a, a sabbatical policy. We do. Right? Can you talk a little bit about yeah. that and then maybe go into your time away? Okay, I will. Um, five, your time away. That time away. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're was, in here, all the I don't know if it was for the church to have six That's weeks right. off or me to have six weeks <laughs> That's off. That's right. Let's define it. Um, let's see. This kind of about five years ago, maybe a little over five years ago, uh, the church was doing well, but we were just going through some issues. And, mm-hmm. and I went to our chairman of the deacons, uh, vice chair, and a couple other guys that I really had a lot of confidence in. And I said, listen, guys, I said, I don't know what burnout feels like, mm-hmm. but I think I'm beginning to. Mm. I said, I said, could I have, this was in like May, I said, could I have the month of July off mm-hmm. just this one time? And uh, one of the guys said, "I, you can do that. He said, take off now if you want to. Take mm-hmm. off as much as you need. They're very gracious. And he said, but I want you to go see my doctor. And uh, Dr. Shane Scott is with uh, New Albany with the uh, doctors, uh, IMPNC in New Albany. And um, I, I did this. This deacon, he he said, "I'm gonna set up your appointment." And so, <laughs> make I sure went, you gonna go. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I, I did go. And and Doctor Scott asked me. He said, "Have you ever taken a sabbatical?" Mm. I said, "I haven't." And he said, "Well, I want to recommend." He has done research with seminaries mm. and other groups, and has drawn up a policy. And he actually presented it to their church at First Baptist New Albany. And uh, our, he came and spoke to our deacons. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'd recommend this. And, and they wrote it up. And so now what they do is every ministerial staff uh, person 
after five years, has to take four weeks. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah. And the senior pastor has to take six weeks. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until I did said, listen, you do realize this year you got to take six weeks off. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, one thing it's done is made me realize I don't want to retire anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, uh, uh, but so I took that uh, five years ago. I did that four weeks. And then they wrote it up, and they, uh, our deacons and uh, Joseph uh, Levy's our associate pastor, kind of oversees it. He had his earlier this year, his after mm-hmm. five years. But it's a thing that I was talking to a friend of mine. So you know, I think that's in our church policy, but nobody's ever mm-hmm. pushed it. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you need to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, that's the thing. It's written in our policy, and, and they don't give us a choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called a pastoral care plan. Yeah. Realizing mm-hmm. that you know, everybody, every job has its. Uh, sure. You know, but there's something about ministering, maybe even today. I don't know if it's harder today or not, but um, it sure was good to be able to take some time off. Yeah. And, and we've yeah. got a staff that I was confident that mm. they had. Yeah. I've heard so many positive things about our staff members since yeah. I've gotten back. Uh, <laughs> hey, they can do yeah, without they, you. They can do without me. <laughs> what does uh, that mean? I didn't, have to, I didn't have to put out any fires when yeah. I got back. Yeah. You know, one of the things that uh, just as a, as a young pastor, you know, you're trying to navigate vacation, for example. And, um, you know, you would, you'd leave on a Friday, you know, come yeah. back from vacation on a Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. And you've got that sermon that's got to be ready by Sunday. That's correct. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, I think that sabbatical, if nothing else, it kind of gives you a, a breath. Yeah. Right. That, that preparation's mm-hmm. not looming over you right away. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good. Well, and I think one of the things they did is, they, our deacons and our personnel was very wise in the way they, they wrote it up. You have to attend church. Mm-hmm. And so my wife and I were able to go visit some uh, churches in our area. Went to uh, David Haynes, friend of mine's yeah, pastor okay, in yeah, Trinity. Yeah. We went there one Sunday. My son was interim pastor. We went mm-hmm. there one Sunday. Um, this past Sunday, we went to my home church, Center Grove, where I grew up and hmm. where I surrendered the ministry. And uh, yeah. it was good to be home. Yeah. Um, and so they said one week. Of the time you're off, you've got to do some type of spiritual retreat, whether yeah. it's go to Billy Graham's Cove, uh, something that yeah. that you and your wife can go to. And so I had read where David Jeremiah, well, actually, I'd heard him promoting his Alaskan cruise. Mm-hmm. So I went mm-hmm. to him. I said, would this qualify? They said, absolutely. So yeah. we went uh, on the cruise to Alaska with Dr. David Jeremiah yeah. and the Turning Point team and hey. uh, yeah. got some Good sermons, and uh, <laughs> yeah. got to see some beautiful country, and yeah, just yeah. kind of relax, and yeah. it was good. That's, That's awesome. great, man. Yeah. We we have uh, I, we're, we're I'm I'm going to be careful with your time because I know okay. we have a busy evening tonight, and okay. we have covered a lot of territory already in this ta- at this table already. But I want I can't leave this table without asking you about one thing, and we need need to acknowledge that you are chairing a very important committee in Mississippi Baptist Convention Board. You are the chairman of the executive committee of Mississippi Baptist Convention Board, Did, right? That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> well, when he left for sabbatical, he was. <laughs> yeah, like, well, when I came actually, back, my mind changed. <laughs> actually, last week I did not an executive committee. I missed the budget planning meeting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, did I go to the cruise or I go to the budget meeting? As far meeting? as yeah. you know, you're still a chair. <laughs> yeah, so, so right. uh, <laughs> while we have you, I want to touch on that. Yeah. And this may be a good time for us to remind people it in your own words, kind of what, what is that role of the executive okay. committee? And then what's the role of the chair? If okay. you can put that in your own words. Okay. So. Well, you know, the, the convention, the Mississippi Baptist Convention, we're part of the Southern Baptist Convention, which in reality, the Southern Baptist Convention only meets 
mm-hmm. two days a year. Yeah. Um, in the Mississippi Baptist Convention, we meet two time, two two days a year. Yeah. And during the off time, we have a group called the Hundred Member Board that's made up of a hundred people from across our state. Uh, every association has one board member. And then uh, there are, I think, 12 or 13 mm-hmm. at-large at members that yeah. are chosen, so to make up the 100-member board. And this board meets when the convention doesn't meet because there are times when things come up that have to be decided on that you can't call every church of the convention together. Yeah. Um, and then out of the 100-member board is the executive committee, which is made up, I think, of 16 members. And this can, it's easier to get 16 people together yeah. than 100 people right. together. Yeah. Yeah. And right. so the, the convention meets, but then the 100-member board meets two or three times a year between the conventions. Mm-hmm. And then the executive committee meets um, uh, during the time that uh, – also during that time, we'll meet four or five times a year. Um, and I suppose the role of the chairman is to kind of call things to order and yeah. – um, you know, Dr. Parker usually share with us what's going on. Sometimes there'll be uh, a need to add staff, uh, someone maybe retire or, or move mm-hmm. on, and there'll be a need, and, and we have opportunity to hear from prospective staff members and even mm-hmm. and vote on those, and then uh, we'll present those. Actually, they'll come on, and we'll present them. I think we got a 100-member board meeting coming up mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Yep, yep, we do. And, That's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of to, to be the convention when the convention's not meeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. A lot of people just don't realize the yeah. the functions of right. that because uh, there yeah. is business to be had. Yeah, <laughs> right. business just like in our churches. Yeah. You know, it goes on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. John, yeah. didn't you serve for a little bit on? I did. I was on the committee. Executive when you committee. Were mm-hmm. Yeah, I have been as well. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, it was hard There's, during COVID. Yeah. And all the Zoom meetings, but yeah. And there's still a few folks that you know, if, if they can't come to the meeting, they'll Zoom. But it's for the most part, we can all get together. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. That's so, good. So, so if you're listening and you have any questions, David Hamilton's your guy. I know who to ask. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know who to ask. Just forward yeah. Dr. Parker's cell phone number. <laughs> yeah. That, we'll put it out. Yeah. That's good. That's good but, well, well yeah. we've covered a lot. What else do yeah. you want to talk about? Fishing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Riding horse, horse. Too hot to fish, too hot to ride horses. <laughs> yeah. but it, uh, my horse yeah. is ready to be ridden. It's there just go. Yeah. too hot. Yeah, yeah, it has been a hot summer. So, well, appreciate you so much, yeah, David. Thank y'all. Yeah. Man, two days back from sabbatical, sabbatical yeah. and we get to sit at the table with you to talk to it you. Is this has been a blessing right. for yeah. us. Thank you. Thank, thank you so you much. For, yeah. And thank you so much for listening on to Mr. Baptist Around the Table podcast. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Mississippi Baptist Around the Table podcast. My name is Sean Parker, and I serve as the executive director for the Mississippi Baptist Convention Board. We believe the local church is the headquarters for what we do. In fact, our mission is to equip local churches to make disciples in Mississippi and around the world. Church leaders, please know we're praying for each one of you. Thank you for your involvement in Mississippi Baptist life and for your giving to the cooperative program.